That was the Arcadia High swim team cheering at the final league meet as an intense atmosphere built up. Arcadia High's athletics have performed tremendously well this spring, as six sports teams won their respective leagues including some historical achievements by softball and swim not to mention badminton successfully defending their CIF title. Here are the stories about how each team came to achieve this accomplishment, their struggles along the way, and what this entails for them in the future. Starting with the Arcadia High varsity softball team, it certainly was not an outlier in the spring sports successes. To speak about the softball team's recent achievements, we have star softball senior Morgan Howie. I've been playing softball since I was six, well, I started playing Little League when I was six, and then I moved to like travel around 11. And my primary position is the outfield, but at the high school, I play shortstop. This year, the softball team secured the Pacific League title for the first time in 15 years, a time longer than some of the youngest players have been around. This is huge, you know. I've been here since my freshman year, and that's been my biggest dream, to finally win a league championship and it just means a lot to the program and to our coaches who've been here for a while that haven't won it and to the team so we're just all excited and happy about it. The decisive victory for the league title was the team's last game against CV. I was definitely really anxious and nervous because I wanted to win really bad but I just knew that I had to play the game I knew how to play really important because both CB and us were tied so it was whoever won that game was going to take first and yeah we didn't want it to be CB again for the fourth time in a row. After the last out was made emotions poured through. I was speechless like I was just so happy I was ready to dogpile you know <laughs> I just knew once we once it was in the air I knew we were going to get out of the inning and we were going to win. The successes of this year definitely would not have been possible without the great strength and chemistry of the team. Overall, we have a really good team. We have the defense, we have the pitching, we have the hitting, and we just have that bond that not a lot of teams have, I would say. So I think overall, all around, we're pretty good. We're a young team, but we've all played in the Arcadia leagues growing up and we've all known each other for a while so I would say we have a good team chemistry. A huge congratulations to the girls varsity softball team on such a historic season. Next up Arcadia High School swim team has just secured first place at the Pacific League Championship. As they gear up for CIFs here's one of the swim captains Claire Lee speaking about how the championship works. So our league is kind of, or maybe swim is just kind of weird in a way. So in order to win, you need to either win all the duo meets or win the league meet. So for us, the JV girls were the only ones that didn't win all the league meets. So then during the duo meets, they were the only ones who lost to Christiana Valley. But then luckily at the league meet, they actually beat Christiana Valley. So now they are both co-champions.
So our JV girls are co-champions and so are our varsity boys because our varsity boys won all the dual meets, but then they lost the league meet by just a couple points. Swimmers compete both individually and for the team in a variety of events. So we'll have three people per race. So if it's like a 100 freestyle, we'll have three people per team generally at dual meets. And then there are also relays. So relays would be four people per team. And then relays usually score more points at meets. So there's both the individual part and the team part for the meets. It's been really long for the girls' side. We haven't won since 2009, which is really cool. And then for the guys, the last time they won was 2017, but that's before any of the people on our team were part of that Arcadia team. So it's the first time winning for all of us, and it's really fun. Although the team ended up in triumph, the journey there involved tough competition, particularly Crescenta Valley, who had faced off and won against the Apaches prior to the championship. Yeah, the championship meet against CV was super fun. It's definitely the most hyped meet because CV is a really good team. So before the meet, we all created posters together. And then we had a bunch of posters around the pool with like Arcadia or Flop, which is just really funny. And I think it served as some motivation. And I know a ton of people were pretty nervous going into the meet just because this is really the only real competition we have within our league. So it was really close and last time they barely beat us so everyone just wanted to win this time and during the meet it was just it was super fun because we are all cheering for each other as swim season comes to an end it's almost time to say goodbye to the seniors on the team there are 15 seniors which i think is pretty general for swim just because we have around 80 people total because we combine jv and varsity teams across both genders So I think that is pretty typical, but it's also going to be really sad when they all leave. Like any team, the Arcadia swim team faced the challenges of reuniting in person and building strong connections. Swim is definitely one of the largest teams. And I think it's really fun because we have so many people and there's so many just like different people meeting each other. But to stay bonded, we all have practices together. So that helps. The club people usually get out after six period, but for that period, we're all training together. We also, we didn't have many away meets, but those are really fun because we get to go on the bus together and kind of bond that way. And other than that, we also try to host bonding events as captains. So we did the poster making and we're trying to plan a beach trip. So hopefully that happens. Most swim meets were held at Arcadia High School, which helped swimming become more accessible. Bringing the competition to our campus also rallied more support and encouragement. I didn't realize this until high school, but Arcadia has super nice facilities and the pool is really nice. We have, I think, around 12 lanes, which is a really big high school pool. Usually we have, like, if we do Arcadia one year, we'll go to the um, other team the next year. But because they also have new rules for CIF, that they, you have to have touch pads and just like timers and better facilities to for a time to count for CIF, a lot of the meets were just moved to Arcadia, which is nice too because our pool is just so big and there's actually space to warm up. Having finished her junior year whilst competing, here's Claire introducing her personal swim events. I usually do the medley relay, so that's usually the first event and then I generally swim fly for that. 
And then the coach has been putting me in 200 IM. So that's all four strokes. So 50 of each stroke. And then I do 100 fly. And then usually the last relay, which is a four by 100 freestyle relay. Arcadia High School's win marks new hope to continue dominating the swim scene. While they prepare for the next school year, Claire reflects on the team's ambitions and dynamics. I think we have a good chance, especially for the girls. They have um, someone in nationals moving out. So this CV has a lot of fast people. They have people who are like making national meets. So they have one of those girls graduating. We do on our part too, but I think that um, we have like a good balance of people who maybe aren't at that level, but can pick up the team just because um, dual meets aren't just scored by the top people, like everyone contributes. So even if you're getting fifth in the dual meet, so fifth out of six, you're still scoring points for the team. And I was talking to one of my friends on CV and she was saying that we have a, just like a large quantity of people who can swim well and fast. So I think we have a good chance, even though the girls actually won uh, Division Two CIFs. But I think just because we have more people who can swim at a higher level, instead of just having like a few fast people, I think it'll help us. After their CIF finals, there were some notable results and achievements. We had prelims and then we had finals. Our girls really did not make it back, but our guys did. And I don't have the exact rankings right now, but I know that the guys placed in finals and we had a good number of, we have like four or five people swimming CIF finals. And I know Emily Shu, which is a senior on the girls team, she got first in her two events. So that's pretty exciting. Since swim was one of the sports most impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, Arcadia's win was most unexpected, yet awe-inspiring. Join Claire as she wraps up her thoughts by reflecting on the season. I'm just excited for the team and I'm proud of all the hard work because I don't think anyone really expected us to have such a good um, season this year, but we did, so I'm really proud of them. A huge congratulations to the Arcadia High School swim team for winning the Pacific League Championship and having an amazing season. Moving on, we have yet another 2022 Pacific League champion, our Arcadia High track and field team. First off, we have track coach Chris Schultz. I'm the head track coach here at Arcadia High School. I've been coaching now for 39 years, 21 of them here at Arcadia High School. I'm also an English teacher and currently the head of the English department. This Pacific League win this year was especially meaningful to Schultz because of the uncertainties caused by the recent pandemic. I was a little hesitant because we weren't really sure what was going to happen coming out of the pandemic and whether or not we'd have the same numbers of people we would have on the team as usual. Normally we would have 200 to 250 people on the team competing. This year we ended up with about 160 or 70 competing. So we were a little bit smaller than normal and sometimes that makes a difference in our success. So I wasn't really 100% sure as to what we were going to get, but luckily it all turned out pretty well. Despite an uncertain start, the track team made sure to train hard throughout the season. Our training throughout the season uh, leading up to Arcadia Invitational was basically as it always is. We end up usually doing what's called base training in the beginning. We're working on endurance and strength and things like that. And then we start to uh, get ourselves really prepared for bigger races like the Arcadia Invitational and our league championships. 
by fine-tuning what it is we're doing and really working more at close to 100% in practice every day. So uh, that's how our preparations went. And leading into our league championships, at the Pacific League Championships, that's important for us because that's how you win the league championship, but also how you qualify for CIF. So our training was really peaking. The key to good training actually is hard work followed by some rest. So you work hard, rest a little bit, work hard, rest a little bit. And so as we were going into the league championships, we were working hard, but then we were getting our rest as we were ready to get our best performances for the season. Much of this training was built to cultivate success at an important meet, league finals. League finals went very well. One of the things that stood out to me is that uh, we basically ended up winning almost all of the flat races for the girls, except for the 3,200. Everybody was really coming through. Our girls team almost outscored the next closest team by double. And the boys, we were originally a five-point underdog going into the meet, but we ended up winning the meet by 48 points. So we had a lot of great people that really came through and did well for us. Among the strong performances, there were a few standout new additions to the team. For next season, there are some great runners that we've had that were new to the team this year. We had two freshman girls, specifically Layla Roslin and Rena Shea. They were both excellent and great surprises for us. I knew that both of them would be good once I saw what they were doing in the fall. Layla was working out with us in fall track and Rena was doing quite well in cross country. And they both have done great jobs going through the season and they both made it into CIF finals. Rena in the 800 meters and Layla on our four by 400 meter relay. So those were two great pleasant surprises for new runners. Freshman Rena Shea, a member of both the girls cross country and distance track team, offered more insight into her training. During the season, we did a lot of quick, fast workouts on the track, usually at our goal race pace. And on my recovery days, I would usually swim, which helped repair my muscles. I think cross training really helped me this season because I was dealing with a hip injury for a while and pool workouts helped keep me in shape. So going into league finals, my goals were to qualify for CIF prelims and also hopefully win my races. I knew there were going to be lots of girls pushing me, so I just wanted to try my best to hold on. Fortunately, I was able to win both my races and also qualify for prelims. I think my races went pretty well. I was able to PR in the 1600 and I raced it pretty strategically. And also, racing against these really talented girls helped me and everyone else perform at the best of our abilities. Like many other teams, track and field is not just about the meets and the results the individuals score. The people on the team are what make athletics truly fun. My favorite part about running is not just the running, but also our team. Everyone here is so encouraging. And no matter if you're on the slower side or the faster side, we're all just a big family and we all keep each other motivated to run our best. Having completed a successful season, Coach Schultz looks optimistically towards the future. I'm just looking to see what happens with the people that we have. We have a lot of really good young runners and jumpers and throwers. I think that uh, next season, I'm just looking to see how they develop and see if we can continue on with our success. We can always use more great athletes. Anyone interested in joining the track team next year can contact Coach Schultz for more information. Now we come to Arcadia Badminton, who just won the Almond League, and this was its fifth consecutive year winning the league ever since CIF Badminton was established in 2016. 
We have Coach Styles speak with us about this well-deserved achievement. Quite frankly, it's an expectation at this point. For the last several years, we've had very, very strong teams, and so the league really wasn't much in doubt. We are the strongest league, however. We've just been the strongest, and we expect that to continue for the next several years. Last year, they defeated Diamond Bar to win the CIF Southern Section title, and this year they secured their first back-to-back CIF title after defeating Diamond Bar once again. Now we have Kathy Liu, one of the co-captains, speak to us about winning CIF this year. Winning was definitely surreal. Um, even on Sunday, on Monday, the day after, I was just thinking like, "Holy cow, we won! We defended a title, and now we are two times CIF Open Division champions." And Open Division is actually above Division One, so where most sports only go up to Division One, badminton is a little special. Where there is an even higher division called Open Division. So it it was just insane. We were all super happy and. We actually are graduating 12 seniors this year. This is the very last time that they'll ever be on the team. And for some of us, we're going to places that might not even have a badminton team. So it was definitely ending the season on a high note. It was a great experience. When we won that last match, actually coming into the last two matches of the entire game, we were leading to Diamond Bar 10 to 9. So we only needed one game to win. But... It could have been possible that Diamond Bar would sweep the last two and they would win 11-10. So definitely a lot of nerves. But once we won that last match, just everybody in the stands just got to their feet, was shouting, clapping. It was an amazing experience. But despite that, the team faces obstacles such as limited gym space. We'd love to keep everybody, but we have between 120 and 150 players who try out for 40 spots every single year. And if we could carry three levels and have a Frost Soft team, we absolutely would. But they don't have the size and the capacity to support a Frostoff team. But we've got lots of interest. We stopped doing it because of the pandemic, but a couple years ago we had a tournament hosted at our school for beginners and just people who looking to have fun. I think we could restart that again. Just hold a tournament with some small prizes at the North Gym. That was the co-captain Andrea Lowe, and she will be one of 12 experienced seniors leaving the team this year. We're going to lose a lot of seniors, four very good senior girls who have been part of our varsity program since they were freshmen, another senior girl who's been an integral part of our program for several years now, as well as three or four boys who have been with us for quite a long time. One, actually, they're probably irreplaceable, and two, it's going to be difficult to repeat what we've been able to do. We can work hard and we can get it done, but it's going to be more difficult for us than if we want to maintain the same level for the next several years beyond this year. We're going to have to put our nose to the grindstone just a little bit more. Luckily, they do have a group of hardworking coaches. Besides, their team bonding and equal treatment for each player separates them from other teams. As co-captain Kathy Liu and Coach Styles talk about what makes them so successful. I think one thing that really differentiates us is partially um, in the pandemic, we saw this really clearly, is that our team as a whole never really fell apart. Our team, like ever since, even though the pandemic set in, even when we were on online schooling, the coach made sure that we had online trainings and we just stayed in contact. So whereas other teams might have like disbanded a little bit during that period of time, we never lost that team bond. And I feel like that's true even in non-pandemic years. We work hard. The coaching staff, Coach Derek, who's the JV head coach and the varsity assistant who's been with us since 2016 as well, Coach James, and we've had a couple of assistant coaches, including Coach Leo, who just joined us a couple of years ago from San Gabriel. We work hard on, on impressing upon 
the players that this is a team sport. It's an individual event played in a team sport setting in that way. It's like tennis, it's like golf. But we're very, very, very serious about the team concept. The varsity team just came back from Northern California for a three-day weekend trip where we played uh, some of the top teams up there. And then the following weekend, the entire program went to San Diego for a day, spent time on the beach with the opponent. And it's those things that bring everybody together and they feel like it's not just them competing individually on the court. They've got an entire family, team family behind them. But we have some expectations as well. Uh, So in terms of our training, everybody has to participate in training. They're all subject to the same requirements, whether they're our number one player who's won a CIF title or um, one of our players that, that frankly doesn't have the same ability. Congratulations again on winning league and back-to-back CIF titles. Now let's introduce the Arcadia High School boys varsity tennis team who won the Pacific League undefeated. Here are members Bryce Wong and William Cow. I am Bryce Wong, I am a senior, and I am one of the co-captains of the team. I am William Cow. I am a freshman. Along with the achievements at the Pacific League, the team is ecstatic for advancing to semifinals at the CIF Championships. Despite this, there were numerous obstacles in the way. We've been the league champions for at least the past eight years, but this year was a little bit harder than normal, especially we had one close match against Burbank because that was the, like, the second day back from spring break and a lot of us haven't been practicing. And, but for the most part, there are a couple of strong schools in our league for tennis, but we usually win league every year, so it's not like too much of a surprise. What's the main focus? Was the league individual playoffs where individuals would get to play at CIF? So it's my first year here, and I feel like our hard work has paid off, you know, making it to the semis of CIFs, and obviously Bryce and his partner being the prelims champions for doubles. Throughout the season, Arcadia faced formidable opponents. Bryce and William highlight some of the most intense moments at playoffs against Viewpoint. Honestly, against West Torrance, there weren't any intense matches. But against Viewpoint, our number one singles played their best player. He was actually down 3-5 in his set. And then we all of a sudden, we all came to the court and we started cheering him on. And he, he got motivation. Like He told us after the match that he was about to quit. But except for the fact that we started cheering him on, he found the energy and the motivation to come back and win the match, match 7-5, helping us win a, a total score of 11-7. to Another match I remember against Viewpoint was our doubles three. We were up quite a bit, and then we started having some problems with the, our players running out of brackets or like their, uh, their strings breaking. So we were struggling a little bit with that match, and... Our players eventually pulled through in the tiebreaker of the set. Facing off against San Marcos during quarterfinals and preparing for playoffs afterwards introduced unique trials and tribulations. Yeah, me personally, this was my first time being in like the quarterfinals of CIF. For the most part, we knew that Viewpoint was a pretty good indication of how strong we were and that if we kept playing and we kept our level up, that we'd do very well against San Marcos. San Marcos was the number one team in our bracket and our match against Viewpoint and our matches before proved that we would have a chance against them. We're prepared after the matches with light practices because of finals and yeah, our matches are very exhausting and we had to save energy for the matches. Undefeated in leagues since 2015, Arcadia has engaged in various strategies to defend its title. 
For one, we have a very strong JV team, at least compared to the rest of the league. Back when I was in JV, we would never lose to anyone in our league. Like, we pretty much blow out everyone else. So once the seniors leave, it's about, like, who comes to replace them. So, and so because our JV has always been, like, historically very strong, it helps, that, it helps our varsity become strong. And usually every year we have one good leader, and this year it was Luke Fang. He used to be in varsity of freshman year. And the other years, he became a captain of the team, and he led our team throughout the CIFs. As a freshman in varsity, William highlights his perspective throughout the school year. I think uh, it's been an honor being in this team, considering that a lot of our seniors are leaving, and our team might not be as strong next year, but, you know, it's been a great experience practicing with the team and being in the semifinals of the CIFs. Support from within will always bring about encouragement, but more support from individuals outside the tennis world could generate excitement and a sense of unity. More spectators would be nice, though I do understand that watching tennis, like, for one, if you're not into the sport, it's not like an easy sport to watch and enjoy, but also with the location of the bleachers, you can only watch doubles play. You can't really support, like, the entire team at once. The last match we played against Loyola was interesting to see because it was, like, our 10 spectators versus their 30, and we're just absolutely blown out by their cheers. Our doubles was really struggling because they couldn't find a way to focus and get their head in the game. Every single point, you know, the amount of spectators they had just were extremely distracting and we didn't have enough spectators to counteract that. As the season comes towards the end, the team unfortunately lost their semifinals match in CIFs towards Loyola. Although the team did not have the smoothest or most enjoyable competition, they performed to the best of their ability. I'm not very happy with the fact that we lost, especially because when, at one point in the crucial point when I was up 4-3 in my second match, my partner was trying to serve and one of the spectators on Loyola's team, he would keep lifting up his shirt and flashing like his entire upper body at my partner. I feel like they're, they had really good players and they stacked their doubles, but our doubles team definitely had chance to win, you know, but it's not the best when you can't really practice because of finals. Congratulations to the boys varsity tennis team once again for defending its Pacific League championship title, making it to semifinals in CIFs, and continuing to pursue tennis through its ups and downs. The boys' volleyball team had nothing short of an amazing season as they finished third in the Pacific League with a record of 7-3. and three. And though they were so close in winning their first round of CIF against Downey, the success they've had both on and off the court subdue their recent loss. Here with us today are two varsity volleyball players, Mason Chang and Jesse Locke. Hi, I'm Mason Chang. I've been on varsity for three years, and I'm an outside hitter. I'm Jesse Locke. I've been playing volleyball for three years, and I'm an outside hitter for school as well. Almost three points shy of winning the first round of CIFs, it was upsetting to lose the title. It definitely didn't feel good to lose. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't have our complete arsenal of players, but we made do with what we got, and we really put in the effort to win the game. Unfortunately, we were, as he said, only three points shy of winning the fifth set. It felt sad and kind of disappointing and frustrating because it was definitely winnable, but I think got kind of nervous and we started to break down. We also had the pressure of if we lost, it'd be the last game we had with our seniors. And we also wouldn't have practices with them anymore. So 
it definitely was very difficult to think about. While playing the game, there were a variety of emotions that flowed through. During the game, there were many mistakes made by our team, so it was definitely frustrating, but we took advantage of their mistakes as well to try to get as many points as possible. After reflecting on the recent outcome, it was agreed that Arcadia Boys Volleyball could have gone an extra mile to secure the win. I think the nerves were getting to me. During, in the last set, I kind of started to break down. Like, I remember the set was kind of off, and I just tipped the ball. But I didn't even tip it over the net, and it was kind of sad. We made the mistakes. For me especially, knowing that one little mistake is was really daunting, like, one mistake could cause the fall of our season it was really daunting. And I just didn't didn't have the uh, courage to go as hard as I can. I went for the safe plays instead of the necessary plays. A huge part of the success of the team comes from the role of the seniors. And there is a sense of concern for the upcoming school year. I think the main thing, our main concern is how we'll fare without our senior setter because he's kind of really good. So without him, it's going to be hard to run our offenses. I definitely agree. I think we have great synergy with him, especially because of how talented he is. But also the majority of our power and the majority of our team is in the, currently in the junior year. So we'll at least have one more year to try to maybe win CIFs. I think that our, the current newcomers are not bad. They definitely have potential to grow, especially our sophomore, our current sophomore year. I think there's a lot of players that can improve to definitely take over, not just in our league, but in our entire division. This year, there was a new coach and adjusting to the team was a little difficult. It's that both of the coaches have different coaching philosophies where one, our old coach focused more, I feel like focused more on our physical strength while this coach focuses more on technique and mentality. For me, I can see the applicability of both. So now I'm just putting more effort in for my physical strength on my own while honing my technique at practice. Best of luck on your next season, Apaches. Additionally, our varsity boys golf team has recently secured a second place win at the Pacific League Championships. Let's hear from Coach Greep and team captain Joshua Ka, and star player of the Arcadia boys golf team, Harley Yang. Hi, my name is Joshua Ka. I'm a 12th grader and I'm the team captain of the boys golf team. Hi, my name is Harley Yang. I'm a, I'm a junior and I'm the star player of the Arcadia boys golf team. And I'm Robbie Greep, the coach of the Varsity Boys and JV golf team. I've been coaching in the boys program since 1998. I started playing golf when I was around eight. I actually, I wasn't drawn into it, rather it pulled me into the golf program when I was eight. Took me down to a golf course, I think it was at Mansur. Didn't do so well, so and then I just started practicing and well, here I am. I started playing golf when I was like 10 or 11 years old. Before that, I played basketball, but since I wasn't that tall, like, I died encouraged me to play golf, so I had a better chance of like performing well. Even at the start of the season, the team felt ready to take it on, facing no difficulties to work with. It's because we had already been last spring with the boys and the girls. Golf's very simple because we're outdoors. It's easy to social distance, so it went really smooth. 
The game may seem simple, but there's a lot of skill and stamina that goes into playing it. At least in terms of the league matches, like the individual sport. So like every varsity golfer will basically play 18 holes and try to score, try to to finish out in as least, in the least amount of strokes as possible. And then out of the six varsity players, I'll play 18 uh, 18 hole golf round. Go to the top five scores, and then one score will be dropped. All have our advantages and disadvantages, our strengths and um, weaknesses. So like obviously, we already have the schedule of the golf league's season in advance. So we usually plan our schedule in advance to go to those golf tournament areas and practice there for a bit. Obviously our coach, Mr. Grieb here, he brings us together for sometimes for a practice at, at Santa Anita or Arcadia Part 3. And then captain over there, he and his father usually helps us get the schedules for, for example, Brookside. We usually go there and we practice sometimes to get the feel for the golf course, so we don't go in there blind. Going into the competition, there were a few expectations that the team coach, Mr. Grape, administered. I wasn't sure where we would stand. I knew in league play that Burroughs was going to be really strong, um, but our lineup was going to be a little bit different than we've had in the last few years. So our target, obviously, is always to win the league. But realistic expectations were to finish at worst, second place. So I, we, I scheduled San Marino, who's a local team that's really, really strong this year, to kind of get a gauge where we were. And we were where I predicted, and we ended up doing a pretty good job, coming close a few times in league and finishing in second league. So I'm okay. proud of what the boys did. As for the CIF tournament, Arcadia qualified for the Division Three championships. There's Northern, Central, Southern, and maybe Eastern, the individual divisions. And they take the top 20 golfers out of each division, and they move on to individual finals. The top golfers from that move to state qualifier, and after that, state. We have a separate thing for team. Being a small team, the student-athletes are able to work well with each other. In varsity, the top six players play in like the league matches there, and the same thing for JV, so... Because the golf team is small compared to other sports teams, like the team members are like more closely knit, and like we get to know each other better. And also, the matches they they take place on a golf course, which is like not at school. So not, not a lot of arcade kids or will like visit. We'll watch the arcade boys compete in golf matches. Training for competitions varies with the team's strengths and weaknesses. So for the tougher teams, because of our division right now, we've never actually seen the other teams play, so we don't know how tough they are, but we will assume that they're tougher than us and we will ramp up our preparation process in according with that. For our preparation process, each of our individual varsity boys, we've all split up, sometimes come together. Most of the time we're split up practicing what we need to be practicing. For example, I need to practice my ons, my short game, definitely my putting. For everybody else that might be different, but we all got our weaknesses and we're all trying to counteract that to make sure we're our strongest when playoffs happen. There are many ways people can support the boys golf team. Following the social media accounts, Twitter and uh, Instagram, we need to, you know, posting stuff on that. That's basically the only way we get our word out about the team and how they're doing. Wrapping up, the team feels proud to have accomplished so much together. No Apache Stone. I'm just proud of the guys. I mean, we've overcome a lot. Uh, our numbers have never been this low with the program. We only have 11. We usually average 18 in the program. So we had a lot of challenges this year, but we ended up doing really well. Congratulations on an awesome season. 
Last but not least, boys baseball also won their league championships, but unfortunately fell short against San Dimas in the CIF playoffs. To find out more about their season, check out the article written by Samantha Tran on ahs.ausd.net. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Keepin' It Arcadia. For the full list of episodes, you can visit dciausd.weebly.com or visit our Podbean podcast page. You can also check out at Arcadia DCI and at Arcadia Unified on Instagram and the Arcadia Unified School District Facebook. Congratulations again to all the sports teams, and we'll see you again next school year. This is Keep It Arcadia signing off.